Hey you guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just wanted to stop in and let you guys know before you listen to this episode that this is a part of something new that I am starting. Thanks to Anchor, I am able to offer you guys ad-free content for a very low reasonable rate and a subscription fee of $7.99 a month. So for $7.99 a month, you guys will get these episodes where there are no ads. You get the intro, we go right into the episode, you get the outro, that's it, that's all. And yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that you guys got some exclusive content coming to you guys in 2023, whether it's just me going on and on about various topics for an hour or two hours, because y'all know that your boy can talk. Y'all know the good guy Prince can talk. Or if it's me and one of my co-hosts or a panel of us, and we're just talking for, again, an hour, two hours or more, you guys will get that ad-free as long as you are subscribed for $7.99 a month. And also, also, be sure to let me know throughout how you guys are enjoying the episodes because I'm definitely going to be improving on the episodes and the content and the quality of the content that I'm giving you guys in 2023. So yes, once again, you guys, if you would like to get ad-free content like this episode that you are about to hear, please be sure to subscribe to the Royal Hour Podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever they allow you to subscribe for that $7.99 a month option. Thank you guys so much and have yourselves a wonderful day. Peace. And now let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. And I want to also say, like, I am also live on Instagram while I am recording this. So, yeah, I'm doing that again. And I'm actually glad that I'm doing it because as I was explaining to my audience, you know, just being more consistent and, you know, getting into going live, live, whether it's on Instagram or TikTok, you know, things like that. So just being more consistent, you know, and just doing the best I can because I... And my own competition. You know what I'm saying? Like when you realize that, I feel like as an artist, when you realize that, you know, it's only you versus yourself, you then stop comparing yourself to other people. You know what I'm saying? Which I know, right? People, people swear up and down that, oh, I'm not checking for so-and-so. I'm not checking for so-and-so. But if I look at your phone or if you're on your phone or whatever the case is, or you know, we're conversing and you bring up other people, it's just like, okay, why are they being brought up in the conversation? Real talk, why are they being brought up in the conversation? Like, I thought this was a, you know, you conversation talking about yourself. And it's like, I don't know, I just wish people would just stop, stop lying, stop capping. Like in, like in 2023, going into 2024, let's stop capping, shall we? Like, seriously, let's stop the cap. 
let's stop the camp, okay? Let's stop, okay? Let's stop the camp. For real, for real. Because it's just like, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. It's just because for me, and I, the reason why I say that is like for me, for example, when I started Confusion, my, you know, supernatural horror fantasy, you know, sci-fi series about the vampires and uh, voodoo and hoodoo practitioners and the witches and warlocks coven and the were hyena, not the werewolf, but the were hyena, which is the African equivalent and originator to that of the European werewolf. Okay, do your research. So when I started that, I didn't think about what anybody else was doing as far as horror, supernatural, fantasy, or sci-fi, or any of that in Chicago. I didn't think about that. I thought about the fact that, you know what, I want to create more black vampires in a way that is unique to me and my creative mind, and that is what I did. That is what I did. I went for it. I didn't think about, oh, well, what is so-and-so doing? Okay, I need to take notes. What is da-da-da-da-da? Like, if I'm taking notes, you know, if I'm, like, studying other people's minds, if you will, like, looking at behind-the-scenes footage and documentaries or whatever, like, and just seeing how their work goes and stuff like that, you know, hey, you should be taking notes, you know what I'm saying, to see how you can implement that into your production, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're watching other artists in their craft, in their arena, you know, take a little notes down and be like, okay, how can I apply this to mine? Because I see how it works for them. Let me see if it'll work for me. But I wasn't like, okay, well, they're doing vampires this way, so I got to do vampires that way. Nope. I did my vampires, you know, how I, I wrote them and I write them how I write them. Like, that's the uniqueness of it. I don't look to be like, okay, well, what they doing over here? I don't care what they doing over there. I don't. Hello? Like, what? Huh? So I say that to say, you know, just people as artists, we just got to really realize we are our own competition. And once you realize that, it like it makes all the sense in the world. Like things come full circle for you, I feel like, to where you're like, it, it's a level of awakening, if you will, as an artist. Like it's a level of you waking up and realizing, yo, it's only me. Yes, there are other people that exist, but in this realm, in my house, shout out Beyonce, in my house, it's only me in my house. Oh, child, my damn nose running. So I swear, child, sinus is going off and shit. <laughs> anyway, you know, you realize it's only me in my house. You don't worry about everybody else's house or keeping up with the Joneses, if you will, you know? Because when you try to keep up with them, you end up, you know, ruining what you got going on. You know, so and I and I get it as an artist, it's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to feel like, well, damn, why is it that this person has this going on for them and that person got this going on for them, but I'm not doing nothing. And I and I and I and I and I when you focus so much on what you're not doing, you forget what you have done thus far. And I'm even saying this to myself. OK, I'm even saying this to myself. You forget what you have done for yourself. Hey, we got somebody else coming into the house. Bloop. Um, you know, hey, welcome, 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 by the way, to the podcast. I'm doing a live recording, by the way. Uh, but yeah, like I said, like it's easy to get frustrated and focus on how this person got this going on. They got this, they got that. And you feel like, you know, damn, well, when it, when is my chance going to happen? And, you know, something that I've had to deal with is time. And it was interesting because a friend of mine, me and her had talked about that recently, about how time 
because we're me and her are both going through our Saturn returns. It's like time is something that circles back. It's circular, cyclical. I think that's the word I'm trying to use. Cyclical, not cyclical, cyclical. Because, you know, time cycles back around, you know, time and time again. And with that concept in mind and that perspective and perception of time, you then realize that it's like, yo, things do take a while to get to you. I know for me, I there are still times where I feel like, oh my God, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it. I've already made it. In a way, I have already made it. I mean, my series, I submitted it during the pandemic. I had submitted it to different film festivals. We got selected, not just over here. Well, we got selected in the Southside Film Fest, Southside Chicago Film Festival. So, you know, shout out to my to my town for that. We were in the Liftoff Network Film Festival, uh, which was in L.A., as well as here in Chicago. Those were virtual, though. Um, and then I submitted to something in my spirit just said, hey, submit to overseas. Let's see what happens. Right. So, you know, submitted to the Sweden Film Awards and we made semi we got to the semifinals twice. So we're twice semifinalists, two times semifinalists. Uh, we were in a in, in an Indian film festival, the Kalaria Kalari Film Festival. I'm trying to remember the name of it exactly. We were in a film festival in Dubai, a film festival in Athens, Greece. And even with that one in Athens, Greece, I want to say, I think that one was like we made it to the semifinals or something along them lines there too. Uh, and then there was another one in, where, where was it? Uh, Berlin. So that's in Germany. Thank you. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. So we made it in like different other countries, you know what I'm saying, during the pandemic. And that's not something I take lightly. So while, yes, I feel like I want to make it, I want to wait, I, I want to make it, I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make it. I've already made it. It is just a matter of, okay, how I need to make months some serious money off of this to where I don't have to do the nine to five route anymore. Because even though the nine to five route, you know, hey, it's beneficial. It is serving its purpose for the time being, but you don't want to get stuck in it. That's the thing. You don't want to get stuck in it. You don't want to get stuck in this. Don't. Because as I was talking with another coworker the other day, you know, the fear sets in, the complacency sets in, you get real complacent and the fear of, oh my God, what am I going to do if I take that leap of faith and say to hell with this and don't look back, you know? And so, yeah, it's like that stuff does settle in. And so you have to figure out a way to like, not let that hold you back because life will pass you by and so many opportunities you'll look up and you're just like, damn, I didn't missed out on so much. I've missed out on so much because of what? Because of fear. Because I didn't have the strength to persevere and overcome that. Or your insecurities get in the way. Once again, you're so focused on what's happening in the other person's backyard and their front yard. You're not paying attention to the to your own yard. You're not paying attention and watering your own garden. Instead, you're so busy looking at everybody else's garden and how, oh, their shit is blossoming. Their flowers are blooming and blossoming. Oh, my God. But if you turn your attention to your garden, you know, watering it, it's like, again, your craft. If you hone in on your craft, if you keep going at it, yes, you're going to get a lot of no's. I remember with the first Confusion film, 
this was around the time when I had released it. So this is 2015, right? 2015 going into 2016 when we were getting ready to do the sequel. And I was submitting to film festivals. I got so I got rejected by practically every festival. The only people who had accepted us was like this comic book shop for the first film. And unfortunately, because I was unavailable to go that day because I had a family, um, a, a family event. So, you know, I couldn't get out of that. And my cast at the time, because I've had to go over several recastings, which, oh, Jesus Christ, I swear to God, one more recast. I ain't got no hair no more. I'm bald-headed as a motherfucker and proud, okay? Bald and proud. But, baby, one more recast, and I, I'm telling you now, I'm going to be like Beyonce in that hold up, they don't love you like I love you video with the baseball bat, because it's like, girl, like, damn, get y'all shit together. <laughs> but, no, on a real, no, on a real, real note, though, I had got uh, so many rejections that that literally... It messed me up so much that I never submitted again. It wasn't until the pandemic that I was like, you know what? And that took time for me to get over, right? Because like, oh damn, child, my necklace is just all banging the mic. So I don't got on no jewels, ain't even got it. Ooh, child. My chain be banging the mic, so I ain't got on no jewels. No jewels. Shout out Remy Ma, child. If you know where that lyric is from, okay, you a real one. Anyway... Um, yeah, I had to get over that rejection because I let that, you know what it was? It was crippling rejection. That's what I was trying to get to that, that rejection crippled me as an artist. And, and I would even go as far as to email the, uh, curators of these festivals and be like, Hey, you know, why was it, why was my work rejected? Just to find out like, okay, what can I work on as an artist? Even child, even in my relationships that would, you know, when, when the breakups would happen and stuff like that, I would ask, well, hey, what did I do? What did I do wrong or what went wrong? Da, 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 just to help me to pick up on those behaviors, recognize them and not repeat them in the next relationship. Of course, sometimes, shit, more like most of the time. The, the them niggas was not trying to tell me what what it was because they knew they knew deep down inside I ain't do shit that was a them thing but that's that's another conversation fuck y'all anyway I'm healed but it's still fuck y'all okay anyway okay okay anyway so I would email them you know and I got some feedback back of course you know they were talking about the audio issues which you know it's crazy that they would say that when it's like we literally did ADR which is audio digital recording so we would re-record the lines so uh, okay audio okay um they didn't understand the story which I'm like don't get how you didn't understand it like and, and that's the thing too let me just say this because I'm, I'm about to real I'm about to really talk my shit you can say that you don't understand confusion, right? You can say that because of the title. But bitch, and this is when I'm finna toot my own horn. Bitch, in the words of Candy Burris, bitch, I'm worldwide. Okay? Bitch, I'm worldwide. So you may not understand it, but people in Berlin, Germany understood it. In Athens, Greece, they understood it. In Dubai, in India, in, how already said Germany, in Sweden. Okay? Okay? Even in motherfucking Egypt. I remember one of my cast members when we were shooting the third film, her and her grandmother had went over to Egypt and the she and when they were like, I guess I think they were going on tour of the pyramids or they were somewhere, right? I remember it like it was yesterday. Shout out to Emily. I remember this like it was yesterday. She said how 
like it was these kids and it was these like these kids or whatever these people they were just like oh my god is that her is that her like they were whispering to each other like oh my god i think that's her and then they started calling her by her name her character's name and was taking pictures they were so happy to see her and and that and that was based off of the pictures that we had took at a, at one of our photo shoots that was posted on social media with the hashtags and all of that stuff so, and I'm saying this even for myself, y'all, because it's like reminding myself, bitch, you're a fucking star. You are that girl, that nigga, that motherfucker, that prince, okay? I, look, I am Prince Onyx. I am King Onyx. Bitch, don't motherfucking play with me, okay? You may not understand it, but there are other people who do. So, though that crippling rejection that I dealt with, I was able to overcome that. Okay, I'm finna just tuck my damn jewelry because I know that shit is just dangling into the mic chat. Oh, well, love y'all. I, I love us for real. Shout out to Monique. I was able to overcome that crippling rejection that led me to be like, you know what? Just submit it anyway. Hell, I even had got rejected by the Southside Film Festival a few times, which hurt. But then when they accepted me, I was like, yo, my own city recognized that shit, recognized my work. Like, never give up on your motherfucking dreams. I get the frustrations, though, because you're wondering, damn, when is my time going to come? Baby, sometimes you have to make your own path, especially with the way Hollywood is now. Jesus Christ. You have to make your own path. And yes, being independent has its pros and it definitely has its cons. But you and because, you know, not everybody's willing to play the game, the Hollywood antics and politics and things like that. But sometimes you have to make your own motherfucking wave. Instead of trying to hop on somebody else's wave and surfboard on that motherfucker, make your own wave and watch how many people try to surfboard off of that. Huh? Huh? Let me move my mic over. Huh? Watch how many people try to surfboard over that. Uh, well, off of that, rather. But also try to surfboard over it, which, baby, a lot of y'all can't. Y'all can't do vampires how I do them. Okay? Okay? Just so that we're clear. You girls, and that's G-W-O-R-L-S for the gays out there. <laughs> you girls, mm. good luck. Good luck. Like, real talk, like, I again, this is me. This is coming from me to myself as well as to other artists who may hear this. Like, yo, don't give up on your dreams. When you really want to go for something, you got to fight hard. You have to overcome so much to get to where you know you are destined to be. So all this, oh, I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make it. Baby, I as Prince Onyx, I've already made it. I'm just figuring out a way to get this series to be monetized, get it on more platforms. We're on YouTube, yeah, but it's like, yo, I wouldn't, I would not mind us being on Tubi. Even though I know the reputation for Tubi is what it is because of these other... <sighs> these other programs where I'm just like, okay, y'all really sat there and edited this. And, and that's the thing too. You like, that's the thing. Let me go ahead and tell y'all this. That's the other thing too. You see how those movies on Tubi have horrible audio continuity, be all out of whack. The special effects, like if a character gets shot by a gun, it don't match up to how the person fell and the gun didn't even go off yet. Like they, like they use the, I'm convinced that the, the, the that those movies, damn, now I'm stuttering. But I have a message. I am convinced because I'm in a, I'm in a mood. I'm in my zone. I am convinced that they purposefully use the 
worse takes just to be like, oh, well, you know, my movie is on Tubi. Okay, yeah, but your movie sucks. But guess what? It's on a platform. Because mark my words, give it a few more years, Tubi is going to be just like Netflix. So it's like people better get in while they fit in. And then there are good quality movies that are on there too. And I know several people who are in these different productions that's on Tubi. That's on there. But because of the reputation of the crappy movies, a lot of people don't want to give it, give those other films a chance, which is unfortunate because I would say don't knock it just because, oh, well, all the other stuff on there. Okay, yeah, that's all the other stuff. But if somebody's showing you, first of all, if the poster is giving, first of all, you got to look at the poster, if there's a trailer for it, like things that draw you in. Because these movies that are crappy, I don't know what their posters look like, but I know what their clips look like. And it's, it's shitty quality. It is. It is. But that aside, you know, they're still on there. So it's like if people and their crappy movies can make it on Tubi, baby, you can you can do anything you want in life. For real, for real. The artistic frustrations are going to come with it. Do you think, hell, even people who are entrepreneurs and started companies that are now making millions of dollars, do you really think that they had it easy when they started out? People quit their jobs, maybe had like $500 to $700 to their name and managed to flip that into an empire for themselves. The life of an entrepreneur in whatever you are doing your entrepreneurship in is not going to be easy because if it was, everybody and their mama would be doing it. See, the path that we have taken is a path that is oftentimes not paved in gold. It ain't paved in silver and it for damn sure ain't paved in diamonds. But you keep working and working and working, baby, that path will start to look shiny. It'll start to brighten up. It'll start like the cloud that you may feel like is looming over you will decimate and disappear. It will go away. It will go away. And the sun will come out and the rainbows and every everything that you want will come to you. I've had to go through so much with confusion that oh god whew, whew, shit wait whoa I almost I almost got caught up but I had to go through so much with confusion those who know they know to where it's like yo this two year break I've taken is finally coming to an end and it's coming to an end because I was able to pull back analyze and look at everything from a real deep perspective I had to step outside of myself and be like all right what went wrong? Who needs to go? Who needs to stay? And even within that, like, it's still a shaky process because it's like, damn, like, is people still rocking with me? Is people still doing it? Listen, I posted a story on Instagram the other day. That thing got 79 views, probably more now. Anytime I post on the Instagram story for the confusion account, which is super rare, mind you, I'll go and look to see like, okay, well, let's see how many people saw it. Because numbers do matter. Let's not pretend like numbers don't. They do. While people love to act like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. As an artist, be you a makeup artist, a hair artist, hairstylist, uh, a filmmaker, a director, a writer, a producer, an actor, a photographer, like a cinematographer, like you should care about your work. Don't have that mindset of I don't care because guess what? There's power in the tongue and there's also power in your thoughts. 
Words mean things. So when you say I don't care and you're referring to your work, it's going to show up where in your work. It's going to show up in your work that you don't care, right? Remember, you don't care. So it's going to show up in your work. It's going to show up there. And people are going to be like, and you're going to wonder why people are not receptive to you as much. Or, you know, it's like the energy that we carry. That's why I always try to remain optimistic as a motherfucker, okay? Even when that pessimism tries to rise up, I'm like, hey, we're going to nip that in the bud. We're going to keep our head up, our chin held high to the motherfucking sky, and we are going to make some shit shake. I promise you we're going to make some shit shake, okay? So, yeah, it's just like I've been through so much with confusion that, like, even coming off of this break has me a little, it has me a little weary, but I'm determined more than anything because, again, I've learned from my mistakes versus moping about it, sitting and wallowing in it. No, it's like, hey, you know what? We're coming back. We're coming back. Even if, because I do have a team, but I still end up doing everything, you know, as far as like the technical stuff, as far as the directing and everything else, but that's another conversation, child. I, look, I'm being real vulnerable and honest right now. So, look, if the if the if what I'm saying is hitting anybody, you, you got my number. You know, we could talk. I, now, look, I'm not an editor. I'm not the cinematographer, so I give credit where credit is due in those arenas. But when it comes to the other stuff, like making call sheets, making sure that I'm checking emails, sending out emails, you know, the stuff where it's like. Hmm, such and such on the team, you got access to the emails. Such and such on the team. And and it's like also it's a me thing too. It's it's me too. That huh, huh, me too. Huh. It's a me thing as well by not delegating those those um those tasks properly. It's me too. And I do my best to delegate them, but again, from the past, when I have tried to delegate stuff, or when I not tried, when I have people didn't follow through, things fell short. I had to step up once again and put on another hat. And and the point of having a team though is so that you're not wearing a hundred thousand hats. That that's the whole point. But you know, some people you just have to keep teaching them and training them to, you know, do their job. But and eventually they get it. And those that don't, well, hey, there's always somebody else who will take your place gladly. There's always somebody else that will take your place gladly and make you realize, oh, damn, I should have stepped my cookies up. Yes, you should have stepped your cookies up and you didn't. So there's that. But anyway, we will be right back and I will continue talking about the artistic frustrations here on the Royal Hour podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. And we will be right back after these messages. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. 
Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. And hello there and welcome back to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. And I am back to talk about more artistic frustrations. So something that I wanted to build off of and like just to piggyback on the previous segment was how like like I had said the other day, I had posted um a story basically like I was basically it was like a little sticker that you see on Instagram and they're like, hey, add yours. So it was like six characters to get to know me or six characters who I am or something like that, where it's like, you know, what characters from TV shows and film series represent you. So because it's the confusion account, I had posted six uh, posters from Confusion 3. And I just, you know, posted it to the story, left it alone, right? And so I had clicked on it and I saw that 79 people saw it, like close to 80, probably more. But that alone, whenever I do post on the Confusion account, because again, it's super rare, the reaction that I get, that right there just goes to show that there is still an anticipation for this. You know what I'm saying? There's still an anticipation for this. Now, if it was like five people or something like that, and even then, if it was like five or 10 or 15 people who saw it or whatever, there that still shows anticipation. Because if it was nobody that saw the story, then well, ain't nobody anticipating nothing. But no, it shows the anticipation. And that is what I appreciate. Seriously. Um, just like with Pink Friday 2, for example, with Nicki Minaj, and that comes out, you know, this Friday, there's so much anticipation with that, you know what I'm saying? She has the whole rollout from the calendars to the, the vinyls, which I definitely need to get me one of them vinyls. Uh, cause I child, even though there is a target by my job, but I do not want to be trying to run there on Friday because who child that'll be tragic, okay? Just trying to run there to beat everybody out of it, child. I'm telling you, pink, pink Friday too finna turn into Black Friday too, real quick. <laughs> uh, Black Friday part two, okay? It's December 8th, a day that everybody will remember. <laughs> But no, even with that, like the anticipation for that and, you know, even though people, I don't think we are ever going to get another Rihanna album. But in the event that we do, people are anticipating that. Hell, there are people who are still anticipating, just anticipating different, hell, act two from Beyonce and uh, whoever else, like whoever else you're anticipating music from. You know what I'm saying? Or just a project in general, be it music or or movie or TV series or whatever. You know, the anticipation that gets the, the creators hyped up and it reminds them, yo, people still fuck with you. People are still checking for you. Don't count yourself out. When everybody else wants you to count yourself out, actually, that's when you should count yourself in. So, you know, like I was saying, um, just seeing that the 79 people saw that story, I was like, what? Huh? I like I get shocked when I see how people how much people react to the stories that again when I when it's rare and I post on confusion I'd be so shocked I'd be like huh they really rock with me 
they rock with us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not a one-man show. Yes, I'm the creator, the director. But like, yo, you know? And one thing about it, two for sure and three for certain, like I love my cast so much. Like I always encourage them, you know, for those who have stuck, who have stuck around and are still around, I always, always encourage them to link up with one another. You know what I'm saying? Find out who's doing what project because I'm not the only director or writer or producer within the midst. There is a few of them within the midst of the cast that are working on projects themselves. So I always tell people, hey, link up with each other, get to know each other, network while we're on set. You don't have to just wait for me to be like, hey, you guys, we're getting back together for rehearsal and filming. No, like get get to know one another. You know what I'm saying? Because we are a film family. I know some people don't believe in that. Some people don't, but, you know, that's why nothing good ever happens for them. Anyway, you know who you are. And if you won't smoke, well, you got my number, but you probably don't. So mm, stay over there where you at anyway. So like I was saying, um, and the reason why I'm like doing these dramatic parts, well, I ain't got to explain shit. Y'all know nine times out of 10, I'm probably on live. Okay. Which I am. So I ain't got to explain nothing. But anyway, because it adds dramatic effect. True artists don't explain themselves. <laughs> No, nah, for real talk, true artists don't explain themselves because when you know you don't owe nothing to nobody, girl, it hits different. But anyway, like I always encourage them to just get to know one another, network with each other and things like that because it's important. And I always go up for them. Whenever I see them at a red carpet event, I see them posting about another project that they're working on that is not, you know, confusion related. I always, 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 I, sh you know, I post it in a, well, I post comments, you know, I'll comment or I'll share. If I see it on the confusion account, I'll reshare it to, um, I'll reshare it, you know, to our story, to our account's story. So that way it's like, hey, look at what our fellow actor from the cast is doing. You know what I'm saying? To push them and promote them. Because, you know, as artists, and especially because of where I live, you know, in Chicago, it's so important that we really link up and work with each other. Like, it's unfortunate that, you know, Chicago gets counted out a lot. It's super, super unfortunate that... um yeah, it's just super unfortunate that Chicago gets counted out. You know what I'm saying? But that's because you have a lot of these old heads who have been out here really messing up the game for everybody. Like, y'all know who y'all are. Yeah, shout out. It's a few of them that I know too, but shout out. You ain't finna get no airplay on my platform. Okay? You're not finna get airplay here. But they've been messing it up, and there's just a lot of this crabs in the bear. Like, we really, 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 really got this um we really got we really got this crabs in a barrel thing so bad you know what i'm saying and then people you know feel like oh you know it's the crabs in a barrel but then it's also like being clicked up oh well if you ain't working with such and such i don't i ain't finna rock with you and if you ain't doing this i ain't finna rock with you and did it and if you don't know such and such girl such and such ain't gonna be nobody in the next umpteen fucking seconds such and such ain't gonna be a, ain't gonna be nobody and no fucking where no time soon because the your attitude perceives you, and if you feel like you're the big boss and people gotta go through you like having that Suge Knight mentality, baby, we all see where Suge Knight is today. We see where he is. So having that because and I'm guilty of that too. Having that Suge Knight mentality of oh you gotta only work with me and you can't work with nobody else. I used to feel like I owned people. I did. I can own up to that. See again, that's growth. I can own up to that. 
And I let that go once I realized these are human beings with their own autonomy. Again, that's why now, why I encourage everybody to get to know one another, work with each other. You know, don't just wait around for me. Work with each other. Get to know one another. Hang out. I love like whenever people do hang out with each other from the cast and they would like tell me about it like, oh, yeah, I hung out with such and such. Like whenever we had like linked up or whatever, I would be so happy smiling from ear to ear like, oh, wow, y'all did. Like I would and I would genuinely be happy about that, like genuinely be happy because it's like, yo, that's what I like to hear. That's what I that's what I like is that y'all are able to hang out, get to know one another, work on other projects together, things like that, because we have to build each other up, you know. Um, but, yeah, like it's unfortunate that like, you know, so many artists in this city just like have it out for each other. Like there are people who I'm pretty sure. Look, I'm pretty sure. It's, look, I'd be surprised if a motherfucker didn't have it out for me. But because, again, I don't really be checking for motherfuckers. If you got it out for me, girl, I hope you got up. You got all your protection work up. I pray. I hope you got every goddamn crystal in the motherfucking world, the authentic ones, because there are frauds and fakes out here. Okay, but like, I hope you got your protection work up. I hope your ancestors truly do love you, because some of y'all think that y'all ancestors love you. No, they don't. I hope that your spirit guides are guiding you away from the bullshit that you're about to put yourself through, because baby, the spirits that walk with me don't fucking play. The heavenly Father don't play about me. My ancestors, my spirit guides, you know. They don't play about me. I don't know about y'all, but I know about me. So y'all be easy. Because it's like motherfuckers who have it out for you. It's just be like, girl, why? I'm not checking for you. I'm not slandering you. I don't give a fuck about you. But why? You know, people just, it's weird. Like people want to create drama where there doesn't need to be any drama. And like for me, the only drama that I'm interested in is on the camera, in front the camera. Not in real life, because, baby, that drama shit will lead motherfuckers to a place they don't want to be. Well, one or many places, either. Anyway. Huh. So, you know, I just, yeah, you know, with being an artist, an independent artist, you got to, like I said, you got to be able to understand that the frustrations are going to come. You're going to want to quit. You're going to want to throw in the towel. You are going to want to just settle for a life that you really don't deserve because the life that you want is tough. But that's the thing, though. You have to realize also is that when it comes to your dreams, don't chase them. You manifest them. Don't chase the bag. Manif draw, attract the bag to you. You know what I'm saying? Again, people, can, you can't go around having that pessimistic, you know, nonchalant mentality that, oh, I don't care. You don't care, and that's why your photo... Here's the thing. You could be the best photographer out there. You know what I'm saying? Not the only one, because there are multiple, but like and I'm using this as an example. You could be the best photographer out there. Great pictures, right? But your attitude, your mentality, all of that perceives you. You could be one of the best hairstylists and or makeup artists. But again, your attitude, your perception, your mindset... Things that you exude, power in the tongue and power in our thoughts. The things that you exude outwardly, that is going to perceive you, therefore block so many opportunities for you. You could be the greatest, you could be one of the dopest, illest fashion designers. But again, you know, you can create great work, but you can also hinder yourself from the doors that you want to open for you. Those doors will stay shut until you Fix yourself within. Lauren Hill taught us best. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? 
How? How are you going to win? Because a lot of people look for a cheat code, too, within this um, entree entrepreneurship and with being an artist, you know, as far as, be, you know, being, oh, damn, Chad, get her fucking eyelash uh, falling off and shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, you know, people look for a cheat code. People look for back doors and stuff like backdoor access. And, you know, a, they look for a, a an alternate route to success. Right. And the truth is, there's none of that. Anybody who tells you that there is, girl, they look, whatever cheat code or back route they took or whatever, girl, I don't know if you want to take that route too. Because they got there, but baby, they're not going to be there long. I'm going to be, they're not going to be there long. Um, so it's just like, there's no cheat code to this. Again, like the road that we are taking, the path that we are taking, we are taking a road that is less traveled. If anyone is familiar with that poem, we are taking a road that is less traveled, the path that is less traveled. And with that, you're going to have not a lot of people are going to support you, including family. And I even had to deal with that, even though for the most part, I have family that does support me. Uh, my uncle, one of my uncles, my great uncle, rather, on my mother's side and rest in peace to Uncle Neil. He supported me and he wanted to see me shine, you know, and it's unfortunate that. Ooh, child, because I'm trying not to. Um, it's unfortunate that he is not here anymore, but I, you know, physically, but the fact that he always spoke so highly of me and, you know, him passing, that shit hurt. That shit hurt, you know, when you're losing elders and you want them to see you shine to get your big moment you know what i'm saying and it's like yeah spiritually him and all the other ancestors they get to see it but i wish that physically they got to see it too um mm, yeah uh, i wish they wish they got to see it too whew, um yeah so whew, sorry y'all that really just that really fucked me up just because I didn't think I would bring it up, but it, it serves a purpose of like, I know why I, I got to go so hard because it's like, you know, time waits for nobody. And while time circles back and back and ground again and again, you know, for me, it's not even a race against time. It's more so a race alongside time. Like I used to try to race against time so much. And that's where I'm in the, situ the predicament that I'm in now. But now that I've had a time to sit out and really observe things. Who is that? Oh, hey, Eugene. One of my actors came into my life. Hey. Um, hey. Uh, ooh, wait, what is your character's name? Pete Walker. I swear I was going to call you um, Skylar pa uh, Pete Passion. I'm like, wait, wrong character. <laughs> well, wrong last name. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I was saying, like, you know, racing alongside time because I used to race with time. I mean, I used to race against time, but I'm racing alongside it. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, this path that we are taking as artists, as independent artists, it's it's not a race. It's a marathon. And it's going to keep going on and on and on and on and on. It's just a matter of like how 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 much longer are you willing to put up with it? How much longer are you willing to hold on? You know, and there are some people within my circle who I feel like they're ready to give up. And my thing is, I don't like quitters. 
I'm going to be flat out honest. Like, if I can sense that quitter energy in you, chances are, baby, that friendship going to have to die. Because it's like, I do not want to be around people that have that energy because it is contagious. Just like somebody who does, who coughs or sneezes and doesn't cover their fucking mouth or nose. You're not going to get me sick with your bullshit because you can't figure it out. Even when somebody is trying to help you figure out, figure it out, it's that shadow side of you that is stopping you from, you know, realizing, hey, things are going to get better. Things are going to look up for you. You know, like, again, this comeback that I am in the midst of, you guys will see it when you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys will see it when you see it. And that is because I'm taking my time. I'm not rushing things like so many other people I know who just want to rush these projects into the fucking ground. And then when shit don't work out for them, then they looking stupid. So, you know, again, bitches think they competing with me. No, nigga, you're competing with yourself and you're going to fucking lose because you don't even know what to do. So please understand that I'm not none of you hoes' enemy, nor do I want to be. But keep fucking trying it and I will be. So, you know, that's just uh, just let these hoes know. But on some real shit, though, like, again, the artistic frustrations, because it's hard. Again, being an artist, like you need money, of course. So therefore, you need a job. But then you're also trying to figure out how long you want to stay at that job. And then, OK, you quit that job or you get fired or whatever or, you know, whatever. And then you go try to find you find another job. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like uh, just trying not to get so caught up in that to where it's like. All your life is just job, 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 and you don't live your dreams. And that's what I'm doing for myself is living my dreams. Of course, you know, had to take some time off. But again, even taking that time off, I was able to live life and just, you know, just just take a look back on things from a new perspective and reflect. And again, just realize what I, you know, the mistakes I don't want to make again, the mistakes that I have made. So I'm looking forward to this comeback. I'm looking forward to getting back together with my cast, with my crew, you know, expanding my crew and just really, really getting things together. Like I'm telling y'all, 2024 is about to be a year for me that is filled with blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing, abundance and so much more joy, pleasures and so many treasures because I can feel it in my spirit that I'm ready because again I know what it means to deal with these artistic frustrations and just because I'm ready it does not mean that it does not mean that there won't still be frustrations hell yes there's still going to be some frustrations not a look child for every time I didn't have a cast member have to either they didn't have car trouble so they couldn't make it to set so I had to rewrite a whole another scene or they didn't have money for an Uber or Lyft. And instead of letting me or the co-director or even the hair and makeup artist who is also an associate producer, letting somebody on the crew know so we can be like, oh, OK, hey, let's, you know, if, if, if we all need to put our money together to just, you know, get you to set and then you pay us back or whatever, or we pay each other back. You know what I'm saying? Like dealing with that and just like all the stuff that I have dealt with. Again, people, you can even ask my cast. There have been times where I've had to literally rewrite whole entire scenes or let's say it was a scene okay because i have p walker here right eugene well his real name is eugene so there was a scene with him 
and another actress, Amanda, and it was supposed to have another actor. I forgot that brother's name at this point because irrelevant, no shade. It's just the truth. So it was a care. It was a scene with the the three of them. They are the bounty hunters, and the guy who was playing the character Chad, he couldn't show up. I forgot why. Don't even matter, right? So he couldn't show up. So I'm like, damn. And this was the day of. So and and here here was the here was his excuse for that is that he was in the hospital or he was recovering. It was something I can't remember. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you can remember Eugene, but like it was something, and. It just it was it was so puzzling to me because it's like, OK, so you're in the hospital or you were recovering from a surgery or something. Right. And you didn't say anything months in advance. No, that's what it was. He had a surgery or a procedure, but you knew that shit months in advance. And around the time when he, I'm pretty sure he knew about this surgery, this procedure, the call sheet was sent out. You didn't stop to read through it thoroughly and be like, oh, crap, I can't make it that day. Because had he would have said something months prior, then I would have simply just, OK, hmm, I would have did what I ended up doing, which was I had to end up giving Eugene and Amanda the uh, the basically give them extra lines. And they were phenomenal. They were able to y'all was able to learn y'all lines, the extra lines that y'all had to learn. I had to like write in some stuff on the spot, on the spot. Like I've literally had to like whenever something like that happens, I'm like, hey, give me like about five, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 tops because I'm like in the midst of writing everything. And then, oh, somebody's asking a question about this. So I got to stop what I'm doing or I will multitask. I will be working on that scene and be like, hey, what's the question? What's going on? Like what's happening? Oh, OK, yeah, the makeup's looking good. I will. <coughs> oh, Jesus, let me take. I will take some take a drink of water. Hold on. Oh, damn. Anyway. I will um, I will do whatever is necessary for the sake of the project. You know what I'm saying? Versus having a temper tantrum. Ooh, excuse me, because there are so many directors who would rather have a temper tantrum than sitting the fuck down and figuring shit out and realizing that, oh, hmm, okay, such and such ain't here. All right, so this scene, but we got the other actors in the scene. Here's how that's going to go. And then even if I need to throw in a little line to explain why this character is missing, that is just for continuity purposes based off of other scenes that could have been shot prior where that character was there and it was implied that the character was supposed to be in that scene. So again, shout out to Eugene and Amanda because they were phenomenal that day. I can't wait to, like when I tell y'all the editing process, I'm going to definitely need to record behind the scenes of that because baby like that right there just seeing everything come together yeah i need to be in the room <laughs> i know one of my editors she likes to edit by herself girl that's fine whatever um love you lots but i'm like yeah no. <laughs> i know she's gonna hit this and be like damn you're just gonna put me on blast girl you know i love you but i mean that's her process and i do respect it uh but the other editor i'll see if like i can like you know hang out with him when he's editing and just like yo set up the camera and just record like you know what i'm saying that way it's like yo i'm just i want to capture my reactions i like to document i like to document a lot of stuff you know but anyway like i said that scene had to come up with on the spot and then there was another situation where that same day it was another scene where i had to flip it once again because the other actor he didn't show up because he was having car troubles child story of his the fucking life story of his motherfucking life he was having car trouble and so 
I had to come up with another. I had to come up with an alternative scene. And it's just like, bro, when I tell you that shit is so frustrating, but I do it because it's like, hey, the alternative is to throw a damn temper tantrum, which I'm not doing that anymore. So I, I'm the type that rolls with the motherfucking punches. I'm the type that nowadays, if I can sense a curveball coming, I'm going to do my best to catch that motherfucker. And even if it hits me, even if it hits me, guess what? I'm going it may knock me down, but I'm going to get back up stronger than before. So I say all of that to say as I get ready to wrap up and get on up out of here because I really do need to go to sleep. And plus, I've just been rambling on. Is that, you know, the artistic frustrations, you got to understand it. You have to understand it comes with it. With the life that we live and the life that we have chose. <laughs> the life that we live and the life that we have chose. Because if it was easy, everybody and their mama would be doing it. I mean, we see it even with, with like TikTok. There was this TikToker, I forgot this girl's name, this black chick who recently went viral for the wrong reasons. Because she suggested that, oh... Uh, uh, this is why it's, you know, having a white audience is better than having a black audience because black people don't support you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's like, if you go through her page, it's like, well, sis, your content just isn't that good. Sorry, not sorry, but your content isn't, it just isn't that good. So instead of you trying to blame black people and throw black people under the bus, which it came back to bite her in the ass because all the black people who she disrespected, the people who were supporting her, they don't fuck with her no more. Or they would end or dragging her in the fucking comment sections. Like, it's like, girl, you put your own foot in your mouth because you was feeling some type of way because your content is not that good. You don't want to face the music on that. But you want to blame. You want to find somebody else and point the finger and be like, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. And it's like, girl, one thing about it, two for sure and three for certain is when you are pointing your finger, you got the you got you pointing one finger out. You got three pointing back at you. You got three pointing back at you. So you have to hold yourself accountable. You can't be like, oh, my content just isn't popping up. My content, y'all not supporting the black people. That's why I'm, I, I would rather have a white audience. Okay, girl. And let's see how that far that audience gets you. Because again, your content has to be good enough. Your content has to, sl well, yeah, your content has to slap, whatever the definition of slap is for you, but your content has to be good enough for people to want to come back or be like, ooh, let me go on TikTok and see what so-and-so posted today. Or or you're scrolling and you're hoping that they come through your algorithm. Come on now, let's let's be smart. If Johnny had to, if Johnny had three apples and gave his friend one, how many apples does Johnny have? And if you and I swear if one of y'all out there says three, so may God help y'all <laughs> for real. But like, I just because people just find ways to like blame everybody else. And when they don't want to take accountability and responsibility. And that's, again, what like, you know, I say this to say with that whole TikTok situation with that girl. Again, I forgot her name. I say that to say, like, you know, me taking this two years off, I've had to really sit with myself and deal with everything. You know, deal with the mistakes that were made, the the warning signs that were there, the red flags that I ignored. And now when I come back or as I'm coming back, I know what to look out for. I know what to do better as a director. You know what I'm saying? I know how to be like, all right, this is how we're going to approach this situation versus what happened previously. And I'm ever so thankful for it. It was an unexpected break that happened but you know what it's time to get back out there 
it's time to it's time to get back to winning. It's time to get back to to what I love and what I know. You know? So yeah, it's just it's time, man. It is it is time. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm in, I'm anticipating it myself and I'm ever so thankful. But that is all I got for now. Thank y'all for those who are tuned in and tuning in and listening to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. And yeah, that's all I got for now. I might come back and revisit this episode. I feel like I'm going to leave a pen in it for now. There's so many episodes I keep saying, I'm going to leave a pen in it. Girl, I'm going to have to go back and listen to a lot of shit. But look, child, somebody out there who is listening, please remind me of some episodes episodes and topics that y'all want me to revisit for real, for real. Okay, listen to the podcast. Listen all the way through. And, you know, hear my lovely voice because I got a banging ass voice too. Jesus Christ. Like when I listen to the playback, oh my God, my voice is, okay, damn. Oh, it's just beautiful, immaculate, okay, smooth like butter. But anyway, uh, definitely let me know some stuff that y'all want me to like. If I said I'm going to stick a pen in it, let me know what y'all want me to revisit. But I'm going to definitely stick a pen in this one because I feel like this conversation definitely deserves a a, a bigger panel. Uh, with different artists and us just talking about our experiences and just, you know, where we are and what got us to, you know, where we are, you know. But anyway, I will talk to y'all later. I love y'all, my lovely people. Thank y'all for tuning in once again to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy, Prince Onyx. And again, I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hey guys, what's going on? I just wanted to let you guys know before we get on up out of here with your good guy here, Prince Onyx, I just want to let you lovely people know where you can find me. So if you are in the TikTok streets, you can find me at Prince of the Go. That is P-R-I-N-C-E-O-F-T-H-E-G-O. And the Go is short for Chicago. Or you can just simply type in Prince Onyx and I will pop up. Now that same name I just gave you, Prince of the Go, you can also find me under that same moniker over at Instagram. You know, trying to keep in tune with the whole Prince royalty background, you know, the brand. (laughs) And you can also find me under my second Instagram, Prince of Gotham, with the number one. And Gotham, like, you know, Gotham City, you know, in case you guys haven't put put two and two together comic book reference and you guys can also find me at fanbase prince onyx and you can also find me on these twitter streets prince onyx world now that after you spell out prince the onyx is o-n-y-x all capitalized and world is spelled w-r-l-d so it's world minus the o and that is all capitalized as well so be sure that you are following me and keeping up up to date with me and staying in touch with me as i want to hear from you lovely people and other than that we will go ahead and get on up out of here so i love you guys lots and let me know your thoughts on this recent episode until we meet again peace oh and how could i forget you can also find me on youtube prince onyx hello come on now i'm definitely trying to keep this brand going and going and going and going not even trying i am keeping this brand going but again i just want you guys to know where you guys can find me all right talk to you later peace